all across America and around the world. This is Veterans Radio. This is Veterans Radio. And now, your host for today's program, Dale Throneberry. And welcome to Veterans Radio. My name is Dale Throneberry. I was a CW2 helicopter pilot in Vietnam in 1969. I want to welcome you to our special annual program, uh, Gifts for Veterans. And we're going to have a number of people on that are going to talk about the products that they offer for veterans, also for some of the fundraising that they do to support veterans' issues and uh, causes. And I'm really excited, so um, I want to get right into this. And uh, But I first, I have to uh, thank all of our sponsors that actually get us on the air and allow us to stay on the air. It's really exciting to have these organizations that are so supportive. Um, number one is our Legal Help for Veterans, and Legal Help for Veterans, of course, specializes in veterans' disability claims. And so for more help, if you have need help, you can call Legal Help for Veterans at 800-693-4800. The National Veterans Business Development Council, better known as NVBDC, is the nation's leading third-party authority for certification of veteran-owned businesses, like many other people we'll be talking to today. For more information, go to their website. That's nvbdc.org. Um, the Eisenhower Center here in Michigan and Florida specializes in the treatment for veterans, first responders, athletes, anyone suffering from post-traumatic stress, traumatic brain injury, brain injury or a closed head injury. Find out more about their individualized rehabilitation care. You can reach them at 800-554-5543, or you can go to their website, EisenhowerCenter.com. The Charles S. Kettles VA Medical Center here in Ann Arbor, Michigan, is one of our sponsors, and we're really pleased to have them aboard there. We think that they're the best VA hospital in the entire system. To learn more about these organizations and their services, as well as how you can support Veterans Radio, uh, go to our website, that's veteransradio.net slash our sponsors. A uh, quick reminder to everyone out there that because this is uh, Gifts for Veterans Day is that the Veterans Radio store is open. And in fact, if you go to Veterans Radio and click on our, our store, you can get a 25% discount on anything that you order or up until the end of the year. That's pretty cool. We got some neat swag on too bad not everybody's on Zoom or we should be streaming this. I've got my sweatshirt on. i got my hat on. I'm all set and ready to go. So go to Veterans Radio, check out our store, and see what you can do there. All right. Coming up right now is our first guest, and her name is Gina, Louise, Gina Elise. And Gina has a, an organization called Pin Up for Vets. And Gina, I want to welcome you back to Veterans Radio. Thank you so much. It's great to be back. It is great. How are things going with pinups for vets? You know, things are going really well. We've we've had to adjust things due to the pandemic. We're not doing in-person hospital visits right now, um, but we are still shipping care packages to uh, to the hospitals for the staff to deliver. So our our new 2022 calendar is, is out and features 12 incredible female veterans. I wanted to ask you about that. How did this whole idea of, of, of pinups for vets get started with you? Yeah, so it was back in 2006, and there were a lot of stories in the news coming out about our troops coming back from Iraq needing medical care. 
And I felt so strongly that I wanted to do something to support. And I'd always been a big fan of World War II pinups. They used to paint these beautiful women on the sides of aircraft during World War II to boost the morale of the troops and remind them of what they were fighting for back home. And I thought I would take my love of that beautiful art form, bring it into today to help raise money for veterans and troops today. So we created the first pinup calendar, pinups for vets calendar back in 2006, but it was for 2007. So the very first pinups for vets calendar was for 2007. And we just produced our 16th annual calendar. And the unique thing today is that the ladies featured in the calendar now are all veterans themselves. We have some incredible women. One of the ladies uh, served for 20 years in the Army as a Blackhawk pilot. Another one of the ladies was an Army doctor, now an OBGYN, who has delivered over 3,000 babies. The ladies are quite inspirational. I would think so, and I would encourage everybody to go to your website, which is pinupsforvets.com, and it's it's... Where did your money go? You, you mentioned earlier on that, that you know, you've been started off hoping to buy some equipment for right. VA hospitals and so forth. How has that yes. been going? It's going really great. We actually just donated to another four different VA hospitals nationwide. We meet items on their wish list um, that they can't buy otherwise. And we say, you know, what do you need? And so then we buy that for them, and it helps their rehab departments. We have many different initiatives, everything from shipping care packages to deployed troops to doing morale-boosting makeovers for female veterans and military wives to buying rehab equipment for veterans' hospitals to help them expand their therapy programs to helping homeless veterans to now, instead of actually doing our in-person visits, we're shipping care packages to VA hospitals. So we try to help the military and veteran community in a variety of ways. I think it's I think it's just great. I'm just sitting here uh, looking at the gallery for this year's calendar, mm-hmm. and um, where, how do you uh, how do you find these veteran women that are willing to uh, pose for your pinups? Yeah, so we usually post a casting on social media every year in the spring, and we get hundreds of submissions uh, from around the country of lady veterans that want to be involved. And a lot of the ladies that have been involved have told me. One, that it's helped them to reclaim their femininity again after getting out of the service, um, sort of helps them to get in touch with that side of themselves again. Um, they have so much fun on the shoots. A couple of the ladies this year told me it was one of the best days of their life um, to, you know, get all pampered and dressed up and transported back to the 40s. Um, and then a lot of the ladies, you know, after they shoot with us, they often end up volunteering with us at hospitals and events. And they've told me that it's helped them to find purpose again after transitioning out of the military. They call it service after service um, and gives them a mission again. I don't think people realize, you know, we, we, we keep talking about veterans transitioning from active duty to to civilian life, and we don't really think about our women veterans as much as we do about our guys, of course. But as yes. I'm looking at this calendar, I see Marines, Armies, Coast yep. Guard. Yes. Every Navy. branch every branch is represented. And it's it's actually something that I didn't plan for the organization is that support network of the ladies that are involved. But it has been absolutely incredible. There's such a strong support network for each other. One of our Marines um, in a past calendar, she told me about volunteering with our organization that she came for the service, but she 
stayed for the sisterhood. So that sisterhood between the women is very, very important. I would think so. I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging our audience to go look at these. Um, no, no, look at them. Buy a calendar. Let's have, <laughs> let's have buy the calendar. Um, because the hairdos that the models have look a lot like my mother and my aunts. Aww. Um, <laughs> and I don't know how they got their hair into these these uh, hairdos, but they really are reminiscent of the They call them victory rolls or liberty, liberty rolls. And, you know, it, it's definitely a lot of effort to get into the, that hair and makeup. But the ladies, a lot of times they cry when they see themselves. They've never seen themselves um, uh, like that before. And so it's, it's very moving. It's a very moving moment for them to, uh, I don't know, to get dressed up and have fun and get to get in touch with their feminine side again. I think so. We're talking with Gina Elise of Pin Up for Veterans or PinUpForVets.com as a website. And, um, they, they produce a calendar each year, and all of the models in the calendar are veterans, and it, it's just spectacular. And I think this is a great way to raise funds, and I know the money is always going toward a good cause. So, uh, Gina, I want to thank you very much for the time to come back. Is there anything else that you'd like to tell our audience? Oh, that's it. Thank you so much for the support. The calendars do make great holiday gifts. There we go. So get on the get on vets dot com. Order your calendar now. Thank you. Okay, Gina. Thank you very much for being on Veterans Radio. We'll talk to you next year. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. That's number one on our list right now. It's pinups for veterans, and it's interesting in talking uh, with Gina when she talks about how the the women veterans are kind of you know transitioning back to civilian life and finding out that they're actually female instead of, you know, just a soldier. And um, somebody else I talked to that is going to be coming up in just a second that I had uh, recorded an interview with, um, her name is Shelly Rood, and Shelly is a United States Army veteran, and she has started an organization here in Michigan called um, Others Above Self. And this organization uh, has products that they sell to um, women across the board, but all of the people involved with running the company are all veterans. And so I want to go to this interview right now. I think Derek has already got it all set and ready to go. So this is uh, Shelly Rood from Others Above Self. Hey, well, welcome back here on Veterans Radio. As we talked about all day today during our program, we're talking to veteran-owned businesses that are providing um, presents and gifts and missions for veterans all over. And to, so my next guest is uh, Shelly Root, and she is uh, one of the owners, I'm assuming, uh, owned and created by female veterans, and this is called Others Over Self Society. So, Shelly, welcome to Veterans Radio. Thank you so much, Mr. Dale. It's a truly an honor to be a part of you. I haven't talked to you two since back in 2019. Hard to believe. Wow. Well, you know, everything got, got all messed up over the last couple of years. So it's, you, you never know what, I don't even remember what happened yesterday. So it's, and I had a baby in the beginning of all that hot mess. So oh, it's goodness. really been a journey. I can only imagine. So, so shall we tell me a little bit about you and then let's talk about the, um, others over self. Sure. So I am a military veteran. I served 16 years uh, in the military, in the Army Reserves, mostly a reserve career, a little bit of active time, uh, and in the intelligence world. 
And I'm one of those who was discharged unexpectedly. I actually was in the process of transferring from the intelligence corps into chaplaincy. And somehow my paperwork kept getting shuffled around and lost on desks. We all know how that is. <laughs> and I hit my time limit and they said, well, we'll just discharge you and you can reenlist under the chaplain corps. That was four years ago. <laughs> it has been a very long journey. Uh, and I'm at the point now where I'm ready to um, allow the Lord to help me serve the greater world and still serve our military brethren outside of a military capacity. So we started, uh, the company is called Mission Ambition LLC. We started Mission Ambition. Uh, my husband and I is my business partner back in 2017. And we provide products and services to the world at large, really under this mindset of others over self. We believe in selfless service. It is our ministry to the world. And the company, just like most companies, they change and they turn. And what we are able to offer and what we're able to find sustainable keeps changing. And so we keep rolling with it. And only amazing things have happened over the years for us. Well, it's not like it's really exciting. And and so what is the mission of Others Over Self? I truly believe that my purpose in life is to have meaningful conversations with human beings that result in healthier mental wellness for everyone. It's an easy thing to say. It's a hard thing to do, to actually sit down and have a, a truthful conversation of any human being it's a question of values. It's a question of beliefs. It's a question of political climate, of the atmosphere that we're operating in. And so that brings us to the services side. And what Mission Ambition provides is professional and personal development training. We host peer groups for military women. We have a program that connects faith leaders with military families and veterans. We are out there in organizations and civilian businesses just teaching lessons on values. And so what we're truly doing is creating this society that embraces the understanding of selfless service. And we are guaranteed in our day-to-day -day walk that putting the mission first is to celebrate those um, around us who are living this selfless service in action. They're out there, and we should be celebrating them. Absolutely. And so in order to support this mission, uh, you've kind of set up an, another branch of it in order to provide products and other things to veterans and, and communities out there. Is that correct? We have. You know, what's interesting is the veteran identity. And if you don't know this, the females specifically do not identify with the word veteran even if by all means they qualify as a veteran or they meet whatever that magical definition is, for some reason, we just don't tend to identify with it. And it is hard for females specifically to find um, that swag, if you will, <laughs> when we want to march in the parade or put on our veteran hat. Uh, sometimes they don't fit or they're too big or they're the wrong cut or that we just kind of don't like the styling of it. 
So we did launch a retail line a few years ago, uh, and we started with female focused. Now we are transitioning into the broader others over self, which is male and female. Um, but the hel- the female line is known as Hello Massilia. A lot of you may be familiar with that. We got quite a bit of news coverage a few years ago when we launched. Um, and so some of the ser- the products that we have are uh, like lapel pins that say woman veteran strong. We have little journals that go on your desk in your office that also say woman veteran strong. Uh, and we have our signature t-shirts that tote the others over self message. That's a really fun shirt to wear. It's my signature shirt. If you've ever seen me on stage giving a keynote is what I wear everywhere. People love, they love it. They ask about it. Uh, and when you're wearing it in public, it's kind of that holding up the mirror. And you find yourself being a little bit nicer to the cashier. <laughs> Maybe not cutting in front of somebody in line. Uh, it's that little reflection of, okay, Shelly, time to calm down and just really let's put others first today. Right. And, you know, the other thing is that, you know, you know, I am a veteran and, you know, I'm a nice person as well. I think that's, you know. How important is that? You know, because some people have a little bit of a misconception of, of, you know, veterans, both male and female. And uh, I think that, you know, that we're kind of gruff and we're all hooah and all those other things. And, you know, we're just regular people that uh, have volunteered, you know, to help the country in any way that we can. And this is, that's our, that's our mission as well here at Veterans Radio. And I love telling the stories and I love having people on that have taken their mission to heart and have done something that where you can help other veterans. And, and I, how special is it to take that selfless service that we've given in the military and continue it out in the civilian world? I think that's where with my work in mental health, that's where I really see a gap in our veteran population. We're so stuck on this idea that the most meaningful thing we did was back when we were in service when really God has given you more days on earth, which means your mission is not done. So now it really is this opportunity to take our mindset and to continue to serve the world. How are we going to do that? That's the question. Well, I, 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 you know, I like to tell people that, uh, you know, when we were in the service, we had each other's backs. Then now that we're out of the service, we still have each other's backs and Mm -hmm. that we can take care of each other and we can help out and, you know, try to get our veterans to reach out to other veterans, especially those that are having difficulty with their transitioning uh, back into civilian life. And I, th- I think that sounds like that's what you're doing. I mean, even though you're, I mean, you are specializing in, you know, women veterans, which as I think, as you pointed out, that, that women veterans, they don't get the credit that they deserve. And I think that they you also, said it, not me. <laughs> I did. Um, and, well, listen, you know, I went to flight school a hundred years ago, and now one of my best friends is a female Apache pilot that I met, you know, through doing a radio program and interviews. And, you know, it's, it's just the same. You know, as long as we can all do our jobs, who cares? Mm. And I, I think that's really the message that it sounds like what, what you are doing and obviously what so many organizations are out there today that are trying to help this generation of veterans that really needs support, I think. Cause we do. And, and it's really, it is special and specific to the women. You know, we need something to put on our bodies to go out and tell the world, you know, it's not about a pride thing. That's not it. 
It's about saying that I am a veteran. I do serve other people. Others over self is our way of continuing our service out into the world and being recognized for having a golden heart. We're not asking you to recognize us or or notice that we served in the military because we're so great. It's really just a sense of wanting to belong. You know, how how bad does it feel when you have a portion of your life that you don't claim? I think we all have those moments, right? I'm glad that I grew up without social media. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> and so we have so many of our female service members and they look at their service time and they don't claim it in their lives. Mm-hmm. They get lost with the regular civilian life and dishes and babies and their famous careers and all these other things. And it's almost like, you know, the men love their service time. Nine out of 10. I mean, you guys cherish it. You've got plaques on your wall. You know where our plaques are? They're stuffed in the closet <laughs> behind our husbands. If we're married, <laughs> it's like we do. We, we, we tend to put others before ourselves. And as a result, we're actually taking a back seat. And the result, unfortunately, is that we're not getting the help that we need when we need it. And so we see higher substance use and abuse rates and we see higher suicide rates because we do not identify as veterans and therefore do not get the help that we know that we need. Right. And we have to encourage everybody, if they can, to reach out as much as possible to help each other. So- and I tell you, when, when you wear a lapel pin that says woman veteran strong, some other female who has served in the military is going to see that and she's going to say, I love that. Where can I get that? That's- Not because of pride, but because of that special bond that military people have. I was just going to ask you, where would I be able to get one of those? So if you go to othersoverself.com, it's going to link you right to our retail page. And when you start to scroll down, our featured collection is the Military Veteran Collection. You can find anything in there from the Others Over Self shirt to the lapel pin for the ladies, also the desk journal for the ladies. Uh, and you know what we love to say is don't buy one, buy two, because that way when somebody does compliment, which they will, you have one in your pocket to be able to give to them. In my vehicle, I carry around little gift packs that are branded with woman veteran so that when somebody mentions something, I can go ahead and give it to them. And I tell you what, it changes lives. Something as simple as that. Well, I think it's really exciting, and I'm so happy that we were able to talk to you today and to let the world know that there's a veterans organization out there that really supports women veterans mostly, although they are branching out to the uh, to the rest of us in the world, and that you should go to that go to that website. That's uh, othersoverself.com, and it'll take you right to the store, and you can pick up what uh, Shelley has been talking about. And I want to thank you so very much for being on Veterans Radio. And I look forward to talking to you again. Thank you so much, Mr. Dale. And for anybody who wants to know more about me in general, if you go to ShellyRood.com, S-H-E-L-L-Y-R-O-O-D, you can find everything you need to know. <laughs> it's it truly been an honor. I'm just so overjoyed with the ability to reconnect with you and for all that you do. So for me to you, sir, I just want to say thank you. Thank you very much. And we'll be right back. Okay, and we are right back. And that was Sherry Rood, and her organization is called Others Over Self. And you can go to their website, that's othersoverself.com, to find out more about uh, their mission and some of the swag, as they call it, that uh, you can get. There is it's not only just for uh, women veterans, there's also shirts and things for men veterans, too. So you can get your own Others Over Self shirts, which I think are really kind of cool. 
very sharp. And I'm, I'm very happy that we had the opportunity to talk with uh, Shelly and with Gina to um, highlight some of the things that are available out there for our, our women veterans. And it's very important that we do that. Um, we've got a, a, a live presentation coming up here pretty soon, as soon as I get connection with that. So why don't we go to, um, let's go to a Medal of Honor right now. So we're going to take our break. And when we come back, we're, we're, we're either going to have another interview or somebody live, I hope. So you're listening to Veterans Radio. This is our vet, uh, Gifts for Veterans program. We'll be right back. The Medal of Honor is the highest award for valor in combat given a member of the Armed Forces of the United States. There have been over 3,400 recipients of the nation's highest award. This is one of them. First Lieutenant Deming Bronson was struck by an exploding enemy hand grenade, receiving deep cuts on his face and the back of his head, but continued to lead his men. Details after this. If you have a VA claim denied by the Board of Veterans' Appeals, contact Legal Help for Veterans at 1-800-693-4800. They're experts in handling cases before the U.S. Court of Appeals for Veterans' Claims. Their number again, 1-800-693-4800. Bronson, although injured, participated in the action that resulted in the capture of an enemy dugout with a great number of prisoners. On the afternoon of the same day, he was painfully wounded in the left arm by an enemy rifle bullet. And after receiving first aid treatment, he was directed to the rear. Disregarding these instructions, Bronson remained on duty with his company throughout the night, although suffering from severe pain and shock. The next morning, his regiment resumed its attack. Bronson's company was left in support of the attacking line. In spite of his wounds, he joined in the capture of the village. After the capture, he remained and participated in the capture of an enemy machine gun he himself killing the enemy gunner. Shortly after this encounter, the company was forced to retire due to the heavy enemy artillery barrage. Bronson, who was the last man to leave the advanced position, was again wounded in both arms by an enemy high-explosive shell. He was then assisted to cover by another officer who applied first aid. Although bleeding profusely and faint from the loss of blood, Bronson remained with the survivors of the company throughout the night of the second day refusing to go to the rear for treatment. The Medal of Honor series is a production of Veterans Radio. Military veterans touch everyone's life. I'm guessing right now you're thinking of a veteran, a close friend, relative. Maybe it's you. Even the toughest of us sometimes need help, but don't know where to turn for support. You don't need special training to help a veteran in your life. We can all help someone going through a difficult time. Learn how you can be there for veterans. Visit VeteransCrisisLine.net. VeteransCrisisLine.net A message from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. All right, we're back here on Veterans Radio. Gifts for Veterans. Uh, we've talked about with a couple of women about their organizations. We have the Pinup, Pinups for Veterans, and we have, uh, that was with uh, Gina Elise, and we had Shelley Rudon, and her organization is called Others Over Self, OthersOverSelf.com. And right now, I see he has arrived just in time, is uh, my next guest. And this is Colin uh, 
Cahoon, and Colin has written a book that he was just on a couple of weeks ago, months ago maybe, uh, entitled Mended Wings. But he's got other things on his mind, I think, to talk about today. So I want to welcome him back to the program. So Colin, welcome back to Veterans Radio. Hey, Dale. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Isn't live radio just grand? Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I just get nervous when somebody's not there when I'm, when I'm yeah. expecting to punch the button. Sorry. But, yeah, a little technical difficulties on my end, but I'm glad to be here. Thanks. That's good. I'm glad that you are here. So as I, as I was telling our audience, you know, we had the opportunity to talk back in August about your book, Mended Wings, which was about uh, 10 American uh, helicopter pilots who had received the Purple Heart. Yes, which is a which is a great story, and I, I, you know, I've been telling all my friends and lending the book out all over the place. I'm trying to get them to buy their own version, but they say, "Do I have to give this back?" I said, "Yes," because he wrote a note to me in the book. So I have to get that back. So yeah, uh, well, and your your unit, you were in the 195th, right? I was. Because, yes. Yeah, and so you're so the chapter two guy, um, Mike Bongart. Uh, was in the 195th, and I guess his his uh, accident happened about a month before he got there, or a couple months, I think, as I recall. Right. Yeah, he was already gone when I got got there. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm sure that that raised a little bit of extra interest for you, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, it, it did, because uh, you know sometimes for our, our regular audience out there, somebody gets wounded, they kind of disappear. It's yeah. Not that they, you know, that they pass away. It's just that they go to the hospital and the hospital sends them, you know, to the next level. In our case was to Japan and then they come home to the States and that's it. And, uh, you know, they live a life and then 50 years later, somebody like me comes, or you comes along and finds them and says, Hey, tell me your story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. Mended Wings has been doing great thanks to guys like you and I really appreciate you, uh, putting in the good word just for the audience members that uh, didn't hear the, the broadcast we did back in August. The book came out in June. It's my third book. And it really tells the story of your generation, Dale, of, of helicopter pilots. Uh, it's 10 guys that were all injured in combat in Vietnam, but it covers the whole arc of the war. We've got, uh, because it's it's in chronological order from the date that they're injured. And so my first vet, Pruitt Helm, was injured in uh, 1966, when the war was just really starting to crank up, you know, we were starting to really deploy and get over there. He deployed with the 4th Infantry Division straight out of the United States. And it ends uh, in, at the end of 1972 when the really the only guys left over there were, were air crew members because all the ground forces were gone. And uh, the way the book is structured is they have a chapter dedicated to each guy. Um, I have a little historical bridge between each one so it can kind of for those that are not as well as uh, attuned to the Vietnam War as, of course, you are, uh, it can give them a little history and, and, and tell them what's going on both over there and at home. And then I tell about, uh, you know, the mission that this pilot's on before they're about to be injured. But then, as you know, Dale, we go back in time after that uh, to their childhood, um, going to high school, going to flight school, going to Vietnam, their experiences in Vietnam before they're injured. And then we work our way forward from there. I tell the story of of what happens when they get back to the United States and, and the challenges that they faced, uh, both with their physical challenges, the mental problems and challenges, and, and also, you know, the fact that America didn't want a lot of you guys to come back uh, and how they dealt with that and take up all the way up through today. So as I say, this is my, this is my dedication to your generation of helicopter pilots. I was in the Army from 83 to 88. 
uh, flying helicopters. And so you guys are my heroes. And uh, I wrote it. I wrote it for you guys. So that's that's well, a little is, not is, on the book. It is much appreciated. And I went back and I looked at your article uh, that you had in the Vietnam Helicopter Pilots Association magazine of when you went back to Vietnam with, yeah. uh, I believe it was a, a, was it a wife and a sister? Or a well, it's, it was with a, a, an organization called Peace Trees Vietnam. And I, I, the, my chapter 10 is a little different than all the other chapters. I actually, because I cover uh, not only a veteran who was injured, but I also cover a veteran who died as well. And, uh, and I talk, uh, I, I explain what happened to the family thereafter. And the sister of the vet that, pa- that, that passed away in chapter 10, uh, started an organization called Peace Trees Vietnam. And when she found out that I was writing a chapter that involved her younger brother, she contacted me and, uh, her name's Gerilyn Brousseau. And she said, we're going to put together a, um, a trip to Vietnam. Uh, we're putting together a delegation and uh, we're going to do honor um, uh, Danny's death is her, her uh, younger brother's death on the 50th anniversary of his death. We actually went to the Bobo Canal outside of uh, a Saigon where, the, where his crash had occurred. And so there was a, a group of us. There was about, I don't know, about eight or nine of us. And it included Gerilyn, who was uh, this pilot's sister. And it included his fiance, he, they got engaged to be married right before he came over to Vietnam and he was in country two weeks or so before he died. This is really one of his first flights, uh, in country when he died. He was a Cobra pilot protecting one of the other guys that I, that I mentioned in the book. Um, so it was a very, it was an interesting and emotional trip. And, um, I, I really can't uh, say enough good things about the organization Peace Trees Vietnam. If your listeners want to look them up, just Google that. But it's it's a great organization that removes unexploded ordnance from the old battlefields in Vietnam and turns it back into farmland and things like that. But yeah, it was it was a great trip. I was going to say, and you can only imagine the amount of ordnance that 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 didn't explode upon hitting the ground. Oh, it's it's incredible, and I got to watch uh, one of the crews as they were removing some of this ordnance. And you know what's the most dangerous thing they find out there, Dale? And this probably won't surprise you is the cluster bombs. Uh, because they're extremely, uh, for those that aren't familiar, cluster bombs, they kind of, when, the, when they're in the ground, they kind of look like a dirty baseball. And they're extremely sensitive. Uh, they, they tend to blow up as soon as you pick them up. And so you can imagine if you're a child wandering around in a, fi- a recently plowed field and you come across something that looks like it's round and it looks like a baseball, I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know? right. And everything else, the, you know, the mortars, the, the, all the big ordnance, they will actually put, take those out, put them in a hole somewhere and blow them with cluster bombs. When they find them, they blow them in place. They don't even mess with them. They, they won't touch them. I wouldn't, uh, and, I wouldn't yeah. mess with those things at all. Yeah, but um, yeah. you've also, you know, in addition to, to writing this non-fictional book, you've also written a couple of fictional stories that I wanted to give you the opportunity to talk about on today's program. Yeah. So a uh, minute wings was a sort of break in genre. I, and uh, my first two books were, Historically based fiction, but they're more uh, kind of in the the Sherlock Holmes uh, type genre. And uh, the first one's in 1905 uh, in London. It's called The Man with the Black Box, and it's about uh, roughly it's about a man with a black box, a very mysterious figure. And when adults look in the box, they die instantly. When children look into it, they go into a coma, and eventually they die because they can't keep them alive. And there's an inspector with Scotland Yard. He's trying to figure out who this guy is. 
But we've got historical figures mixed in there. I've got uh, Teddy Roosevelt's in there and uh, Lord Lansbury from uh, Lord Lansdowne, I'm sorry, from uh, the Foreign Office. And um, so it's it's kind of a it, it centers around the first Moroccan crisis, which almost kicked off World War One. And then the second book is a sequel to that. It's called Charlie Calling. So it's not about the Vietnam War. It's about the first Bosnian crisis, which was 1908. And we carry the same characters forward. We're still trying to figure out what's going on with the black box and so forth. And so these are these are historically based, but it's also kind of an alternative view on how World War One might have started. Because uh, I think historians even today kind of scratch their head and go, it was it was a train wreck. Everybody just they saw these these trains racing each other, but there's still that kind of question as to why. I mean, if everyone looking back in hindsight, we all know it could have been avoided so many times. Uh, and it just seemed like the world was itching for a fight and they, they finally got one. So I think so. I think yeah. So. so those are, those are my two previous books, The Man with the Black Box, Charlie Calling. And then, uh, of course, the, the, uh, nonfiction is Mended Wings. All right. So if we wanted to buy these books, where would we go, Colin? Well, you, you would normally, you would go to Amazon or wherever books are sold, but, uh, we do have a special that we're running right now through the December 15. And that is if you go to my website at www. Colin, C-O-L-I-N, P as in Paul, Cahoon, C-A-H-O-O-N.com. So it's Cahoon. There's no L in there. So www.colinpcahoon.com. Uh, you can actually buy for a little more than what you'd pay at Amazon or a bookstore because we've got to get handling and shipping. But you can buy autographed copies of any one of these three books. So if you know somebody who likes historical fiction, I'd recommend you to start out with The Man with the Black Box. If you know somebody who served in Vietnam or a veteran or anyone interested in in the history of the Vietnam War, I'd recommend you go there and get them a copy of Mended Wings. You can tell me who to sign it to. And if there's anything particular you want me to say, like, thank you for your service, whatever, I'll, I'll write it in the cover of a book and sign it and we'll get it out to you uh, before Christmas. All right. Well, thank you very much, Colin Cahoon. And uh, his books are, I don't know if they're in order, are The Man with the Black Box, Charlie Cullen, and... Uh, my favorite, of course, is Mended Wings. So here's the opportunity for you to get them. Go to his website, ColinPCahoon.com, and you can order books, and he'll autograph it for you. Thanks very much, Colin, for coming back on the Veterans Radio. Thank you, Dale. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for your service, and you have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas season. I will. Thank you. Same to you and your family. All right. Take Bye. care. All right. So there's another one. There's books. So this next one is from my uh the founder and CEO of Authentically American. And Authentically American is clothing that is made here in the U.S. of A. And uh, his name is Dean Wagner. And this was a recorded interview that I did the other day. So I would encourage you to stick around and listen to this. Here is Dean Wagner. Hey, so we're back here on Veterans Radio with another veteran-owned business. And joining me right now is Dean Wagner. And Dean is the founder and CEO of AuthenticallyAmerican.us. So, Dean, welcome to Veterans Radio. Well, I am honored to be your guest, Dale. Thank you very much. Thank you. And I wanted to, uh, as I mentioned earlier on, I want to find out a little bit about your military background, and then we'll go into this uh, really cool industry business that you're running. Would love to share more. And for me, the military started, my veteran journey started at West Point, so I graduated from West Point in 1993, and after flights 
After graduating, Dale had a similar background to you, so went to Fort Rucker and went to flight school, learned how to fly helicopters. And then after flight school, did have a very unique opportunity to go to the Army Special Forces Ranger School and reinforced why I went the aviation route, because you and I were chuckling earlier. It was miserable. I mean, it was awful. It was so terrible. It's one of those experiences you look back with the fondest of memories and ultimately served seven years from 93 to 2000. And it's those incredible memories, Dale, of the men and women I served with that caused us as a brand to make the intentional choice to donate 10% of our profits to veteran and first responder charities as a way to honor our American heroes. Oh, I think that's great. And so since we can do that quick transition right there um, to um, authentically American brands, how did you come up with that? And what, what was the story of that one? So one of the things, Dale, I am most passionate about, I have an insatiable desire to know that I'm making a difference. And after the Army worked at some big companies like Procter & Gamble and Mars and worked on brands like Crest and Tide and M&Ms, and Procter and & Gamble, for example, is an $80 billion company, $80 billion. And I had some big roles at P&G and Mars and was very well paid. But what I realized, Dale, if you pull me out, the machine just keeps going. The next person steps right in and they don't miss a beat. And, Dale, I really struggled with, am I making a difference? Am I going to have an opportunity to leave a legacy? And that led me down the entrepreneurial path. And Authentically American, we're a veteran-owned, American-made premium apparel brand. And the way we're making a difference now, because when I graduated West Point in 1993, over 50% of the apparel in the U.S. was made in the U.S. And today, Dale, today it's tragically less than 3%. That is all that's made here in the U.S. So the heart of our mission is our passion for job creation. So first and foremost, we have amazing product. Everybody loves our product. They love our T-shirts, our socks, our hoodies. But it is all American-made because we want to help create American jobs. Well, I, th I think that's that's great. And the, the idea of your supporting other veterans organizations or veteran service organizations is is a great way to pay back, um, you know, your success and I know uh, I, I can relate kind of to your story of this, of you know, what am I what am I leaving the world with? And that, that's that's one of the reasons why we started Veterans Radio back in 2003 uh, to try and preserve as many veteran stories as we can. And uh, it's it's been a great journey, and I and I know that sounds like you have a, a great thing too. So tell me about your your products. I know that you you have a lot of uh, individually designed products for veterans, but also you work in the civilian market as well. Yeah. So probably the easiest way to think about it, Dale, is there's three segments for our business. So there's our own consumer brand. So you can buy things that are authentically American branded, whether it's a T-shirt or socks or hoodie. But then we also have our collegiate licenses like we were talking before, and we have a big game coming up next Saturday, you know, Army versus Navy. So you go to our website, you'll find our Army West Point collection. You will find our Naval Academy collection. We have all the military schools. We have local Nashville schools like Vanderbilt, Belmont, and MTSU. And if you're an SCC football fan, I mean, this Saturday while we're talking here, there's going to be the SCC championship. So we have Alabama collection. In January, we're adding Auburn. So there's the whole collegiate side. But where we can even have a broader, bigger impact, Dale, not only do we work with businesses, we work with a lot of veteran-focused charities who have a heart and have a passion to serve our American heroes. 
And what we do, Dale, when we partner with a charity is we provide our goods and services at cost. And that is a way for us to help a charity build their brand and raise some money in the process. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's great. And I understand that you're also very interested in providing jobs uh, in the Nashville area for veterans. Oh, absolutely. Our mission when it comes to hiring is we need to hire the best. But if we can find veterans, if we can find spouses of veterans, we absolutely love to go ahead and do that. And about half of our workforce right now is in that category, veteran or spouse of a veteran. And veterans have that incredible work ethic, as you know. They have the same values and ethos as authentically American. And they are passionate about I am like our mission around creating American jobs. I think it's terrific. And so if I wanted to uh, buy uh, some shirts, where would I go? So the best place to go to learn more about Authentically American is our website. Go to AuthenticallyAmerican.us, AuthenticallyAmerican.us, and there you'll see at the top, you'll see the collegiate collection, you'll see our classic collection, and then if you are a charity or a business and want to partner with us, you'll also see Outfit Your Team. So three different ways you can partner with us. Okay. So if we uh, do we just call you or do we order strictly online? So two ways. So if you want to get your new favorite Go Army Beat Navy t-shirt for Saturday or any one of our schools, our consumer brand, you go right to our website. But if you are a business owner, you run a charity and you want to partner with us as a client, you know, there's a way to contact us through our website. You can easily find me on LinkedIn or on our website, send me a note and I'll link you up with my team. But bottom line, we would love to partner with anyone tuning in who would love to be a partner of ours. Okay, I think so. I've, I've been looking at the the equipment there, and I think we might be giving you a call in the near future to okay. uh, help us with our own brand. Well, I want to thank Dean Wagner for being on Veterans Radio today, and this is our Gifts for Veterans program. So we want to encourage everybody to go to AuthenticallyAmerican.us. And what's the deadline for uh, shipping for Christmas? So if you order by the 17th, you know, we will make sure you have it before Christmas. We'd prefer if you do it today, if you do it tomorrow, because a lot of things are crazy right now with the whole labor shortage and everything going on with shipping delays. But that is our plan, that 17th being the cutoff. Okay. So there you go, audience. We've got another organization that's veteran-owned for you. Uh, Support them. AuthenticallyAmerican.us. I'm looking forward to talking with Dean again in the future and having him back on to talk more about Authentically American. Thank you very much, Dean, and have a great holiday season. You too. Merry Christmas, Dale. Thank you. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you too. All right. We'll be right back with our next veteran-owned business, and I'm not sure which one that will be right now, so I'll have to figure that one out. (laughs) So, okay, Dean, thank you very much. All right, here we are. We're back here on Veterans Radio and our Veterans Gifts for Veterans program. We've got, we've looked at pinup calendars. We've looked at uh, um, shirts and uh, information and makeup and so forth for women veterans. We've talked to an author. We've just gotten done talking with um, Dean Wigner of Authentically American. Uh, all of these people are just wonderful about in giving back to the, uh, you know, the veteran community out there. And it's something that we want to really encourage you to go to these organizations and help them support you. I also have to remind you that Veterans Radio is, uh, is also selling, uh, 
No, we're not can't use. I don't want to use the word selling. We are offering T-shirts and hats and cups and everything else on our website, veteransradio.net. And if you purchase anything before the end of the year, it's a 25, 25% discount. All you got to do is type in VRA on there and uh, you can get that discount. So I'm really excited to see what how this all works out for us and for you. Uh, really good stuff. I'm sorry again that you can't see my nice sweatshirt, uh, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get some pictures out there at some point about what all of our information and, and what our outfits look like. So right now I'm, I'm coming on to toward the end of the program and I, I, I want to say I saved the best for last. And that's a, a very good friend of ours from the Military Writers Society of America. And his name is Dwight Zimmerman and many of you are familiar with Dwight. Dwight uh, was one of the former presidents of the Military Writers Society. He has also been on Veterans Radio numerous times over the last 18 years. And uh, Dwight is sitting in his in his library, comfortably ensconced in Brooklyn, New York. So, Dwight, welcome back to Veterans Radio. Dale, it's so great to be here again. Thank you so much for this opportunity because... Uh, you know, as you know, the Military Writers Society of America was founded by um, a Vietnam War veteran, Bill McDonald, and the express purpose was to, you know, help uh, veterans uh, tell their stories. Uh, initially, part as a means of therapy to deal with PTSD, you know, and it's simply grown. And I'm really happy that I've been a part of such a wonderful organization, and then obviously to, you know, be in touch with you and to work with you over the years. Uh, so thank you. You are, you are welcome. Um, so I'm asking you today as a, as a book reviewer to uh, recommend some books to our audience since this is our Gifts for Veterans program, and the Military Writer Society has, I don't, how many authors do we, ha- do we have in the organization now? Hundreds, hundreds. Okay. Uh, in general, uh, because our um, mission statement is to preserve, uh, to saving history one story at a time, our, uh, for anyone who's interested, you go on to our website, www.mwsadispatches.com. Dispatches is the name of our, uh, you know, newsletter and there you will see you know the various links that you can go and then you can scroll through the huge amount of wonderful books that uh our members have written uh some are veterans some are spouses of veterans some are uh like myself children of veterans and um our latest book, is, and we also offer services to veterans. If they want to know how, you know, they've got a story that they want to tell, whether it's a memoir, a personal experience, whether it's just a short story, an, uh, an article, or a, uh, a, a full-length book. We offer services to veterans to help them get that story out. It's, it's really an important thing. We have educational programs and we can offer one-on-one services. Uh, again, mwsadispatches.com. Uh, 
Now, uh, our latest effort uh, as an organization, we do annually a an anthology, you know, opening the door for our members to, you know, write, you know, various uh, things that come to their mind. Uh, this latest one was called Untold Stories, and it's really an excellent piece. It's available on Amazon. You go Untold Stories, uh, Military Writer Society of America, and you'll be able to find out about that. Now, let's talk about three books in particular that I want to highlight that uh, resonated with me for various reasons. One is by Air Force veteran Joe Capolo, Campolo, I'm sorry. Uh, it's called On War, Fishing, and Philosophy. It's an absolutely marvelous, fascinating, and surprisingly surprising you know, compilation of things. It's not what he did, and I, I, I was so impressed with this. You know, he con not only is it various things that he wrote about through his life. Uh, Joe was a uh, uh, veteran, uh, Air Force veteran during the Vietnam era, and also served in Vietnam. And it's his observations, not only in the military life, but on life in general. And he contacted various other individuals, writers and everything like that, uh, to, um, uh, and, and the stories are absolutely fantastic. The second one is by Kathleen Rogers. Her book is The Flying Cutterbucks. Uh, and this is something that I could see resonating with, uh, are women veterans, you know, and spouses of military veterans. Uh, it's, it's, it's a marvelous story. Uh, the Flying Cutter Bucks by Kathleen Rogers. The third book is, uh, and this was on recently with, uh, <clears throat> uh, Beyond Belief, you know, uh, on the chaplains, uh, and, we're in the, uh, you know, holiday season. It's particularly resonant. Uh, and as you know, we had some great stories about military chaplains from the, you know, revolutionary period to, uh, present day. And I was happy to be a part of that, uh, anthology. You know, these stories are just absolutely wonderful. All of these books are available on Amazon. Uh, Beyond Belief series, uh, Kathleen Rogers, uh, The Flying Cutter Bucks, and Joe Campolo on War, Fishing, and Philosophy. Truly, you know, these things are books that uh, resonated with me. I think it sounds great. I love the idea of, of war, fishing, and philosophy. Um, sounds like a great book. Uh, the, the, the flying is it flying cutter books? That you said that's about spouses of, of military pilots. Yes, I've read Catherine's other other stories, and they're, they're they're great stories. So I would encourage everybody to go to to mswdispatches.com. And as you mentioned, there are hundreds of books there that you can see and, and review, and they have. Um, uh, competition, not really competitions, what, but they choose what they feel are the best books in a variety of categories. And it, you could fill out your Christmas list just on one website. I think that's really great. So, yeah, I, I, 
I, I agree. I, it's such a wonderful variety of material. You know, anyone who, you know, you know, is interested in veterans telling their stories, veterans spouses telling stories, this resonates. Uh, we're, t- you know, it's got everything from children's books all the way up to adult, you know, oh. in all genres. All right. That's what we need to do. So Dwight, thanks very much for being on the program again. And just let, you know, I'll have you come back again when you've got a couple more books that you would like to promote out there for our listeners. All right. I got a minute to go. So have a great holiday season, Dwight, and uh, we'll see you next year. You too. And by the way, congratulations, Lions, on their first win. I heard that. Wow. Who could, who could have thunk that? Great day. Great weekend for Michigan football. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Thanks very much, Dwight. All right, folks, we're coming up to the end of the program. Uh, you've heard about all kinds of different products for gifts that you can get for your favorite veteran or a family member. So we encourage you to go to our website, veteransradio.net, and you can look at some of our uh, paraphernalia and wear and everything else that goes along with that. So I encourage you to do that. We want to thank you so much for listening to Veterans Radio today, and I can see that he's getting ready to give me the last 10-second signal. So we are going to say goodbye, and until next week, this is Dale Thromberry for Veterans Radio. You are dismissed. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.